Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit-Led Hope. My name's Glenn Erickson, and in this episode, we're looking at God's presence in the process. So in the previous episodes, we talked about committing ourselves to the transformation process. We talked about why the transformation is necessary, and that part of the transformation process is related to our growth in the fruit of the Spirit. I was reviewing the previous podcast, and I started to worry that I made the transformation process sound so terrifying and difficult that no one would want to do it. In this episode, I want to look at some of the benefits of the transformation process related to the fruit of the Spirit. And in particular, we're going to emphasize one of them. Let's go ahead and look at what the fruit of the Spirit is. So we're looking at Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And it says that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the verses go on to say, against such things there is no law. When we look at this list, we see there are obvious benefits just from the fruit of the Spirit itself, right? We recognize that there are benefits to patience, to self-control, and so on. And God wants us to grow in all of these areas. And here's the thing, we don't get to pick and choose to ignore some facet of the fruit. Notice that it says the fruit of the Spirit. We're supposed to have everything in that list. So we don't get to say, I want to grow in kindness, but not self-control. That's really not meant to be an option available to us. Now, of course, we grow in different areas at different times. But the overall goal is to grow in everything, which happens as we grow in love. Now, a key part of the fruit of the Spirit is that the fruit is meant to be a transformation of our very nature, right? We're, we're fundamentally meant to be more loving. We're meant to be kinder, more gentle, and so on. We're not just talking about acting kinder, okay? That may be part of the process. If we're talking about just trying to act a certain way, then what we're really talking about there is behavior modification, and that can be very useful, but it may not change our fundamental nature. So behavior modification can be awesome if it helps us develop good habits. So if you have a student in the house or you remember your school days, you know that having a habit, for example, of getting your homework done right away is very powerful. But things are a little different when it comes to our character. So with our character, behavior modification typically only works so far. You know, for example, we might hear of someone who is like, everyone at works thinks that this person is just the nicest, nicest guy around. But at home, they kind of terrorize their family. Why? Because for all of us, we can only maintain a pretense or a facade for so long. Eventually, our true nature comes out. The Holy Spirit will help us change in the very core of our being, right? So our actions aren't just habit. They're not just learned behavior, but they flow out of our nature, which becomes founded in God's love. Now, when this happens, this is a powerful thing, because when this happens, we can enter an entirely new situation, and we'll act the right way, we'll say the right things, because that will be a reflection of this new inner nature. That's the goal, right? Now, we're not perfect, because we're all on our journey, so sometimes we won't act that way. But that is the goal, and the goal is to have this internal transformation so that our actions reflect the change that's deep within us. 
what we find is that when we submit ourselves to the work of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knows exactly how to help us. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will just set us free. And our very act of surrender brings transformation. In fact, if we look at it, salvation is the most extreme example of that. We surrender to God, and the Holy Spirit indwells us, and we're a new creation. But what we find with the fruit of the Spirit, that we get maybe a lot of similar things, where we surrender an area. Maybe we have anger, and so we begin to surrender that area to the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we have to do a lot of work in an area. In fact, we may need to practice something like behavior modification while the inner work is being done. Sometimes things will happen instantly. It's possible. You know, sometimes we need help from others. So we may need to see a therapist. We may need to go to a support group. We may need our friends, whatever. It's important to remember that we are made to be in community. We need to accept the fact that growing in the fruit of the Spirit will require other people. It's because we're around other people that we typically need to grow in patience or in kindness. But in all these different ways, the common denominator is the Holy Spirit. You know, if you feel discouraged because it seems like the fruit of the Spirit's growing slowly in you, I want you to have hope and be encouraged. What we see is the Holy Spirit is love, and the Holy Spirit has infinite patience He's amazingly kind. He's amazingly gentle with us. All those things that we're to grow in are infinitely manifested by the Holy Spirit. Don't feel like your situation is impossible. Nothing's impossible with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to help you through this. Even when we don't know what to do, the Holy Spirit will help us. So I want to give you just an example from my own life. I was struggling in a big area. You know, in a podcast, you can't see what I look like, but uh, I'm taller than average. At my at my peak, I was around six foot six. Um, I seem to be shrinking with age now. Uh, my wife, Monica, topped out at five foot two and a half, and she's shrinking too, but, but we used to be that tall. Because of our height differential, it's not always easy for us to understand each other's perspective. And Monica would like frequently leave the kitchen cupboard doors open. Never bothered her, but it would bother me because I would like smack my face and head on these open doors and it made me angry. Man, I, I'd get smacked in the face, my glasses would go flying, and I would just seethe with anger because of these cupboard doors being left open. If you've ever had a situation like that, you know that you can start building up resentment and you can start dwelling on it. And for me, I started launching into this hyperbole. I would say things like, she never shuts the cupboard doors. She never listens. She wants me to get hurt. She's doing this on purpose. And it would just it just kept on building. And it got so bad that I would leave work. And on my commute home from work, I would just start thinking about those cupboard doors being open. I, I know it sounds silly, but that's what I did. I just started fixating on it because I had all this resentment building up. You know, it didn't even matter. (laughs) Those cupboard doors were open because Monica was fixing dinner for me and the kids, right? I just couldn't think straight. By the time I got home, I had all this stuff building up inside of me. And I would walk in the kitchen, and if there was just even one door, cupboard door open, I would just pop. And that's how our evening at home would start. Now, I can imagine 
that right now someone's listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, she should shut those cupboard doors, right? Glenn, you had every right to be mad. She should shut those cupboard doors. Well, you know what? She probably should have, right? But that's not the point. That's not the point at all. God deals with us on our issues, not someone else's. So even if I was totally in the right with respect to those cupboard doors being open, how was I showing love to my wife manifested as kindness or patience or self-control? So I wasn't doing any of those things. I was holding a grudge. I was building up anger. I was doing nothing like that. It didn't matter if she should have shut the doors. The point was, my reaction was totally inappropriate. My reaction was not appropriate for someone filled with the Holy Spirit and manifesting the fruit of the Spirit in my life. So one night, I left work, and I got in my car, and what did I start doing? I immediately started thinking about those stupid cupboard doors being left open again, right? I just started thinking about it. And that whole irritation cycle began in my car. I was just seething in my car. And I was driving on Interstate 5. I was all worked up. And this idea popped into my head. It was almost it was almost a discernible voice. And what I heard, I'm going to say heard in quote, air quotes around it, what I heard, because it wasn't like an audible hearing, was this. It was this. Why don't you just shut the cupboard doors? And in that moment, I realized that the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. Now, I know this may sound silly, but this was like a revolutionary idea to me. And this is one of the ways that we sometimes know God is speaking to us, that this idea was so far outside of my thought process that I recognized it came from somewhere that wasn't me. And so I started thinking about it, and I I pictured myself walking into the kitchen with every single cupboard door open. And I realized that with once one or two swoops of my arm, I could probably shut every door in about 20 seconds total. And I kept thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that like in 20 seconds a night, I could be free of the grief. I could be like, I could be free of the grief and the agony and the exhaustion that was caused by my approach. That's all it would take about 20 seconds a night. And then, of course, the doubt started coming because could it really be that simple? I was still driving on I 5 and I flipped on the radio. And it was some sort of Christian talk show about marriage. And I wasn't sure I wanted to listen to it. But the first words I heard were some guy going, you need to realize that I'm quite tall and my wife is quite short. Well, that got my attention. And, and this man, to this day, I still have no idea who this guy is. He, he said, and my wife would drive me crazy by leaving the kitchen cupboard doors open. I would smack my head. And now I'm driving, I'm thinking, are you serious? And by now I'm just like all ears, I'm listening. And the man goes on and he says this. I started thinking about what would happen if I just closed those cupboard doors and I realized that I could shut every one of them in about 20 seconds. And he went on and he described this change in his life and in his marriage when he did this. And oh my goodness, all of a sudden I had this hope. (laughs) I had this hope that just like, came alive inside of me because I'm hearing this example, the very thing that I'm processing, 
I just start laughing because I saw what a sense of humor God has. You know, his creativity is boundless. He knows just what it takes to get through to us. He knows the words we need to hear. He knows the actions we need to see. And he began to do that. He did that for me that night. And I had no idea of how to get unstuck. And he spoke to me directly and then gave me an example to encourage me. I just want to say, this is the kind of God that we serve. He's amazing. In a span of about 30 minutes, the Holy Spirit brought me to a place where I was thinking in a radically different way. Radically different. I pulled into the driveway. I got home. I walked in the kitchen. And I saw a couple of doors open. And without saying a word, I shut those doors I was like free. I was free. And the part that that really even just thinking about as I'm as I am talking about this is that there was no resentment. The resentment that I had for all that time was gone. The resentment was gone. And here's the thing. The situation had not changed with regards to the doors being open. Those doors were still open. But something had changed inside of me. All of a sudden, I was more loving. I was more patient. I was more kind. You know, it doesn't always happen that fast. It just doesn't. But when it does, it's amazing. Now, there was a part I had to do. I had to shut those doors, and I had to be open to setting aside this resentment and anger that had been building up. What we find is that Growing in the fruit of the Spirit requires some cooperation between us and God. We do need to do our part. But what I realized that night, as I thought about it, was that I was tangibly aware of God with me, in me, and changing me. It was like a manifest presence of God. I heard His voice. I heard Him speak to me. I saw His creativity in action. And I felt the difference inside me, and I saw the results. And so what happened is I knew that God was active and present. And this is the one benefit I really want us to take away today in this episode. One of the amazing benefits of the transformation process is it only works because God is present. He's present with us in the transformation process. So we don't want to be afraid of transformation because God is with us every step of the way and it's actually one of the ways where we can often discern his manifest presence. And when I say manifest presence, I just mean it's where we actually see him doing something. We're aware of it and it's internal. We feel it inside of us, but we actually may see it externally. I have seen people that were angry, they were mean, and when the Holy Spirit began to work in them, and they yielded to that work, their their countenance, their face changed. They no longer looked mean. They no longer looked angry. They looked at peace. This is what God does when we submit ourselves to the transformation process and allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. Some of my deepest encounters with God have happened while I'm working on my junk, right? It, it's it's fascinating. Yielding to God to work on the stuff that I don't want to address has often allowed me to meet God in a way like I never have before. 
and it'll be the same for you. So let hope grow in you. God is present in the process. You know, even if you're not aware of him, working at a given moment, he is. He absolutely is. Don't give up. He's with you, and he's working for your good. You know, we don't have what it takes. (laughs) We just don't have what it takes to change on the inside, but God does, and he'll do it for you. He'll help you as you join with him in the process. Before I close, there is an epilogue to my cupboard story. See, not only did God work in me, but he was working in Monica too. You know, after that night, I really didn't talk about the cupboards anymore. I just didn't. Well, that's probably not quite true. If I smacked my face or something, I might say something, but but it was always kinder, more gentle, and a lot of times I could laugh about it after that. But the thing is, Monica changed too. While God was working in me, God was working in Monica. And the cupboard doors just aren't left open very often. It's Now it's just something we can laugh about. It's not even really an issue anymore in our marriage. See, the thing is, the Holy Spirit does everything well. And he helped us both. And he will help you too. Without a doubt, God will help you as you submit your junk to him. God will be with you and he'll be present in the process. And now, as we end, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Till next episode, take care.